Welcome to the Calgary Sessions. This is episode number 71. I'm your host, Jeff Humphreys. This is the second half of the first ever father-son duo on the Calgary Sessions. So uh, I had the pleasure of sitting down with uh, this fellow's son early on in the Calgary Sessions. So to have you on the show and when people figure out who you are and what you're up to, uh, you know, what you've built is kind of iconic in across Canada and definitely in Calgary. So this is going to be a really cool conversation for me to have. So go ahead, name and uh, who you are. Okay, thanks a lot for having me, number one. Uh, Joe Clausen, son of Michael Clausen. Of course, you interviewed him in number eight. Yep. Um, you asked me several questions. Who you are. Oh, who am I? I I'm an entrepreneur here in Calgary. Uh, been doing business since 85. 85. Yeah. And what's the one, uh, the main business that most people know? Well, most of the, I started with Joey's Only, seafood restaurants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I grew that into several forms over the years. Yeah. Yeah, but 85. it's 85, hey? 21 years old, eh? <laughs> which is which is crazy. So I'm, uh, you, were, you, were you born and raised here? No, I was born in Swift Current, Saskatchewan. Okay. Great. Uh, at age of five, moved to Kelowna with my parents. Yep. Age of 15, they wanted to move back. Well, they moved back to Calgary or back to Calgary area. Yep. I didn't want to go, but being mama's boy, yep. I, You're with I did, yeah. So me being born and raised here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember growing up and there was a Joey's in um, West Hills. Yep. And my dad loves fish and chips. My brother's deadly allergic to fish. Yep. So it was like this, uh, when we could, we would go to the Joey's in, in West Hills without right. my brother so he wouldn't die when he walked in the building. But <laughs> the, that brand's been around 85. It's just one of those brands that everybody knows. Yeah, yeah. Well, we we grew it o- over the years to to nine stores. I had a great partner Dave Mossy who opened uh, three up in Edmonton. We had six here in in Calgary and then at that time decided to go franchising. Mm. So in 82 81 we started franchising. So that was your number, hey. So when you were kind of nine-ish, then you figured the franchise model was going to be your growth play? Well, I did a lot of research and, you know, I was really scared of franchising because, again, it takes a certain skill level. It's not timing a burger that flips at a minute or two. It's, you have, it's, our stuff is all in-house made, so batter, everything else, and you have to watch that kind of stuff. So Mm -hmm. it takes a bit of skill, but we were able to teach others. Yeah. And then grew the thing like And grew it, yeah. Um, So you've seen a few of these shows. Yes. I like the guests to go back, Um, go back to where you grew up, how you grew up, what inspired you, what you were interested in, if you played sports, all of it. So I want you to go back to a point in time in your life, you know, where things started to click for you or, you know, you know, how you were brought up or how you, you know, how you were raised. So go back. Okay. Well, as I said, I was born in Swift Current and don't remember much there. I remember though, I was uh, one of those, I'm a middle kid, a family of five kids. um, And I was kind of my own mindset there. I remember going to play day at either kindergarten or grade one, and I hated it. So I walked home, and boy, was there shit to be had with the parents at that time. I remember that. So I always had that mindset, right? So then moved to Kelowna, grew up in Kelowna, great, great living, right? Uh, From what age to what age? Uh, From 5 to 15. Okay. Yeah, moved to uh, Olds at at, at 15. But in Kelowna, you know, got to, we didn't have any money, but we lived right downtown, six blocks from the lake, learned how to swim in the lake, mm. just friends and that were great. Yeah. Um, didn't didn't do much sports, hmm. right? Didn't learn to ski until I was 18. Uh, didn't really play sports, was never active in that. I was, it was funny, um, you know, I remember at 11 or 12, starting to work, work with a, a friend of the family that had a painting company. So I went out one summer and scraped houses. Mm. Like, that's where Glamorous, I started. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and everyone, I mean, everyone knows I've been in the restaurant business for quite a while. Mm-hmm. And they asked me, well, what made you start in the restaurant or what got you going? And it was, you know, I had a great experience. I think I was 14, had a summer job on the Fentry Queen which was a, a boat in Kelowna. Mm-hmm. It, it's a, it was a ferry and they made it look like a paddle wheeler. And it went out every Friday, Saturday night for for dinner, a smorgasbord. Yep. And uh, I got to learn in the kitchen. There was three of us in the kitchen, two young sisters that were the cooks in that. I was the bottle washer, yep. errand boy. But they taught me a lot. It was, it was just a fun time. How'd you and, get that job? 
random? Did you know somebody, or was it because you're pretty I, young? I th- Again, I, I believe I believe my parents kind of knew the the mm. folks from yep. from the Fancy Queen, mm. and that's how I got the job. So mm. yeah, um, these two sisters were they? Did they teach you things? Did they just let you see things, experience no, things? No, they they showed me everything. Like mm. they were really maybe I was had the mindset to, you know, what what's next? What's next? What's yeah. next? I mean, I remember <laughs> learning how to uh, prepare a. Uh, um, uh, octopus. Wait. That was the grossest thing ever. <laughs> As a youngster, like that's yeah. like a young age. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, you had to boil it for a long time, and then what you do is clean it. And the worst, uh, grossest thing is you turn it around and you poke the head out, and this, po- I mean, everything comes out of no the way. head. So <laughs> that's like I your, remember that. You could like vividly remember that. Yeah, yeah. So, but the sister did real good. In fact, the owners, uh, I was, I worked two summers there. And near the end there, the owner even let me run one of the shifts, not on a Friday, Saturday. It was a Monday or something, mm-hmm. I remember. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Wild. Um, why didn't you play sports at a young age? I was uncoordinated. Were you? No, no, not like my kids, but <laughs> me, I was uncoordinated. <laughs> and I hated the pressure, to mm-hmm. be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Pressure, pressure to perform and yep. help my team out. I mean, yes, I played a little bit of basketball yep. in school, a little bit of soccer. But it was never a team. Like, I love swimming, yep. so I learned swimming like uh, in the lake, and mm-hmm. that it was that was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and obviously, you know, why I ask because you, yes, you're, you're the one son that I know is a yeah. But but my daughters were heavily involved in sports. My daughter won um, grade twelve, the athlete of the oh, year. No yeah, oh, yeah. So, oh, so, so so they didn't get anything from you. No. <laughs> I think it comes from mom, to be honest with you. Yeah. I got some size from you, but that was it. That's it. Yes. Yeah. Um, so 15, you moved to, to around Cal- To old, old. Yep. in fact. My dad, again, I, I fought with my parents to stay in Kelowna, but like I said, I'm a mama's boy, and mom talked me You're into young, coming. You're young, though, too, right? I was 15, like, but yeah. remember, I worked 14, 15. Yeah. I thought I had it all, right? <laughs> it all figured out. Yeah, I can do this myself. <laughs> Uh, in fact, I think I asked my brother who lived in Kelowna at the time. He's older than me by five years. And I asked him if I could move you in. Know, move in. Mm-hmm. But whatever happened, happened. We moved to Oles. Uh, my dad became, was a car salesman okay. at one of the dealerships. And mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so what, what kind of work were you doing in Olds? Um, so the very first part-time job was Kentucky Fried Chicken. No way. Yeah, they were just opening up. In fact, I had to come to Calgary for training and then did that. But mm-hmm. that lasted maybe, I don't know, I don't know how long, not very long. Yep. Because, again, I, I worked with others. I, in my mind, I was working harder. No, that's just me, so don't. <laughs> and I asked for a raise. So this was a corporate, I think, I forget what the name of the corporation. They owned a whole bunch of contemporary They came back to me, okay. Here's 25 cents. And and I said, no, thank you. And I laughed. <laughs> then I went to be a, a gas jockey okay. at one of the local places. Did you always, was working like always something you needed to do? Were your parents saying like, it's time to go get a job? Did you like the mm. value of money or just yeah. like? I don't, I don't know about the value of money. I love money. It's yeah. good. It gets me things, right? Uh, in uh, now currently in my life, it's not money. It's nothing to do with money. Um, back then, no, my parents never said you need a job. Mm. No, no. I just, I wanted to work. So mm. yeah. Where you go. Yeah. Um, what's happening. So how long were you in olds for 15 till? Well, I moved, I, I, I dislike school. <laughs> so uh, I always I, like, always like elementary, Just, junior I, high, high school. Listen, grade what was a nine I had to take French and I was lousy at French but my neighbor was really good at it and she taught me she she and I went and did a test and I got just about a hundred percent on that test the teacher called me a liar and that was it I quit French so (laughs) moved on to the next thing right so you know it's just what was it about school that just didn't jive with you again Again, people don't understand this of me. I, I'm an introvert, really. Mm. I force myself mm. to be outgoing. Mm-hmm. It, it takes a lot. And in school, I was I was one of the class clowns, just to relieve yep. the yep. tension, mm. you know. 
I hate studying. Mm. So I just didn't didn't, work. didn't enjoy school at all. So get back to how long I lived in Oles. I finished high school, um, 17 years old, mm. half a year, right? I think I'm one to one one point less than my diploma. So okay. hopefully whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I I quit and uh halfway through grade twelve, so whenever that is, December. Yep. Yep. And then I moved to Oles or to Calgary, rented a, a, a bachelor pad in Bankview and went to work for a um like a college pro. It was called Airy Brothers back okay. then, two brothers. Um, that ran a company, uh, painting and yeah, and, and, yeah out, was, outdoor student painting. Um, so when you decided to jump out of school, yep. uh, mom and dad, like it's your, it's your choice. Where well, you go? I think they understood me. Yeah. Yes. Yep. So there was, I don't remember any yeah, yeah. arguments or yep. anything else. Um, it's so interesting. The show is so interesting because I get Why to sit that? down with characters like you. Really? Characters. Well, okay. Well, but like. <laughs> Successful business guys, been yeah. doing it for a long time. Right. Have experienced a bunch of things. And school just wasn't a thing. No, not at all. And it gives me like uh school, I, I hated school. Did you? And and really struggled with it, you know, like bad marks, um, just couldn't figure out how to study, didn't know what I wanted to do, like all of it. Right. And when you're in those times, you're like, fuck, I'm not gonna amass to any like amount to anything, right? Right, right. Because it's school, school, school. Yeah. So Well, yeah, maybe that's how you felt. I felt I could survive in the working world mm. it didn't that, matter you did you always think that you could find any job or you were just willing you knew you had the work ethic to go just figure it out i think so yeah i think so yeah. i mean i didn't have a problem getting a job in fact this painting it's a funny story painting job i worked it for about two three weeks and remember i painted when i was mm -hmm. 13 or scraped mm -hmm. <laughs> so i'm thinking <laughs> sure i i'm sure i brushed you some stuff. Brush yeah once <laughs> and at home of course painting fences yeah. and all that other stuff but um i i, I might have been a month into this job and i used to work long hours right from from sun up to sundown yep. And so I went to them and I said, I can do this myself. So I told the brothers, I said, look, here's your 40 hours notice. I didn't give two weeks. I gave 40 hours, right? <laughs> well, 40, 80 hours, sorry, yeah, two yeah, weeks. Yeah, yeah. So anyhow, they offered me a little partnership. It didn't work out. The, the boys didn't know how to write. I, uh, now looking back, didn't yeah. understand business yeah. that well. So, yeah. So when you, and coming to Calgary, feel like, um, you know, big-ish city. Did you look at it like opportunities, new beginnings? Like, what were you thinking when you came here? Just get me the hell out. I want to start, I want to do my own thing. Well, I, I, that's a long time ago. Come on, look at me. <laughs> you know? You're not that old. <laughs> Come on, I am. Um, I don't, I just remember working. Yep. Right? You just, you just work. Work, work, work. Okay. And I loved it. Yep. Right? So... So where does this Calgary path start taking you? You know, where, what year is this? -ish? Okay, this is, well, I would have been 17, 18. Yep. And 19, I, I, uh, when, it, when the company failed, yep. I think it was about 19 when the, it failed, uh, I went back to Oles. I had an apartment there or a trailer. I forget, trailer apartment. <laughs> and, uh, went to work for, for a siding company, uh, and it worked out good. Hayes Brothers, they're still there. They do a great job. Um, yep. And then I got to know, and this is crazy, and people say whatever. Uh, my dad forced me into a youth group. He That's one thing he did because yep. he wanted me to meet stuff. Of course, he was a talker, and, yep. and my wife's, uh, current wife's, well, only wife, but my wife, uh, she, uh, her family was well known, but her one brother is a talker too. So at the dealership, my dad was talking to Jerry yep. and Jerry suggested that I come to this youth group. So I did. And that's where I got to know the loose inks, the family. And then that's where I got to meet my wife. No way. Yeah. So, but, but, uh, do you, yeah. being a, being, a, being an introvert to walk into those youth groups, I'm sure it's not like a super comfortable no, situation no no and they laughed at me because at that time i i hated jeans for some reason i didn't wear jeans me so. too when i was little really? when i was little like i used to wear long johns under my jeans oh did you because i thought they were itchy oh no that wasn't <laughs> it i don't know why maybe they didn't fit me i don't know uh, again we didn't have money growing up so 
I remember even once my my mom bought me a pair of shoes and everyone at school made fun of them. They thought they were girl shoes. So anyhow, that's another story. I wore corduroys and they were flared. Oh yeah. And in Kelowna, it was okay, but in Olds, it was not okay. So <laughs> I got, <laughs> you got you got roasted. Yes, I did. So yeah, getting into those those things, yeah, it's yeah. not easy. It's not um, easy. It, I'm forcing myself, and even today, I'm forcing myself on not, not at here, yeah. but at different events. Yes. Um, when you met your wife, yes. Did you did you know? No, no. We just we, by chance. It was a family. We got to know the Lusinks and yeah. the family. There was uh, five boys and three daughters mm-hmm. at that time, uh, and just got the relationship going over the next few years. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then what starts happening? Are you uh, after the siding company? Where are you off to? Siding company. Still in old. St- no, I moved back to Calgary. Did you after that? Solo or was your was your wife with you? So so no, this is this was when I was yes she was because I got married very young. We did. Yeah, like twenty two. I was eighteen. No way. She was nineteen. Oh, crazy. We're just a couple of months apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People say it's crazy, but yeah. it's worked out well. Wonderful. So, just fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, so yeah, she was with me. She okay. was a production accountant at one of the oil companies. Yep. Um, and I did odd jobs, and then the idea of the restaurant came up. Uh, wow. Dad and I were talking about uh, about restaurants, and it just came up. So, uh, kind of did a. Uh, at that time, probably not a business plan, probably just notes and saying what we wanted to do. And um, at that time, then I had an uncle out at the at the east uh, west coast uh, on Vancouver Island. Uh, he helped. He was always a cook in that, so he kind of helped me design a menu and do a few other things. And came to Calgary and signed a lease and went for it. No way. Yeah, yeah. And the original concept was fish and chips. Yeah. Yeah. So out of all the different styles of food out there, why did you zero in on that? Well, so I looked around at restaurants and knew, you know, McDonald's was in burgers and everything. I thought burgers were overdone. Yep. I looked at the seafood end of things. It, it was kind of a niche. Yep. There was a few fish and chip places around. Um, but I just thought it was a chance to to make it in, in the restaurants. And to like start, you know... Dreaming about being doing your own thing, controlling something, starting something. The restaurant, was it a total out of the blue? Is there anything in your background that besides those first couple of jobs? No, to be honest with you, I think it was a Fenture Queen experience. Yeah. You enjoyed you enjoyed that kitchen? I enjoyed it. Hmm. Yeah. And I think the two sisters made it and the owners of the of the of the establishment just made it made it fun for me. I got to know Ross, which was the father of the owner, and he was a bartender, and he taught me lots too. It was just, mm. it was fun. Mm. So memory of 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 that yep. said, okay, can the restaurant business for me be that? Okay. So Uncle helps you write the menu. Yep. So you get and, the- and then he came and helped me construct. And where's the first one? Uh, 17th Avenue, 1411 17th Avenue. No way. Yep. What year was that? That was 85? 85. We opened in September, second week in September. So you remember how many seats, square footage yeah, of that place? Yeah. yeah okay, now, now the memory's back. <laughs> I think it was 1,100 square feet, uh, 39 seats. Um, I remember, you know, the landlords were uh, a fund that was managed out of Germany. Great people. Uh, I'll tell you a story later on about that one. But um, they, they gave me the lease. I went and constructed with my uncle. We put it all together. I mean, and I was kind of sad because my um, I was nervous, real nervous, because I thought my uncle was there to help me mm-hmm. open it up, mm-hmm. and he had to leave for work in September. So I was all alone. So, so yeah. he, <laughs> away you go, <laughs> away you go. So and this is a it's it's a it's a it's a very unique story. Um, so what actually starts happening? You know, how do you open this thing? How okay. do you how do you get the word out? What's actually happening so, the first year? Yeah, so that was one of the toughest times in my. I mean, I've had lots, but that was one of the toughest ones. I mean, we opened September fourth. 
didn't know what to expect. I hired a, a, a cook or a chef mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and some kitchen help, but not much at all because again, you? we couldn't afford Were you it. You doing front and back, or how was this yep. working? Okay. Yeah, we did it all. Uh, I mean, at that time, we didn't even name number tables because we seats. We didn't know we we weren't in the business, but I was young enough, and there was lots of my customers that really wanted to help me out. So there's from my suppliers, Bridgeband used to be my supplier and and one of the guys, he looked like Highliner. Um, and he helped me out, told me about food costs, told me about a bunch of stuff. My customers, uh, um, Mel from um, my favorite ice cream shop, um, he taught me how to really blanch fries. And so wow. everyone wanted me to succeed. And, mm-hmm. and I took that advice, mm-hmm. right? So, um, and when you open the doors, food quality, was it all dialed or was it like a, an ongoing getting better, getting better? I think getting better and better. I yep. mean, we, we revised our batter a few times. The flavor is good at the beginning yep. and, and the process was good. We did a lot of pan frying back there, a lot of grilling mm-hmm. uh, of different things. So it worked, I think. I mean, we had to get better. Everyone does, mm-hmm. right? Hopefully. Yeah. So year one. Year one. So I'll tell you about the sixth month, about. <laughs> so I'm, I, it's, it's Saturday morning. Do you I have any kids yet? By the, when no, this thing no, opens? no. Okay. I didn't have a kid still. I was 25 or something. Okay. Something like that. Okay. Anyhow. <laughs> still young. <laughs> Anyhow. Yeah. Um, so waking up on Saturday morning, I look over at Teresa, my wife, and I said, should I even go in? Like, it was that. Mm. that bad i mean yeah luckily my wife and a few fa- family members helped me a little bit yep. on on ke- keeping the bills yep. away yeah you know uh but it was that bad so we looked at each other say no let's give it give it another go and uh something happened i mean uh john gilcrest did a review on us and i think he was the second one to do a review on his I don't remember the gentleman's name that did CBC at that time too, yeah. did an interview and it was amazing that night we ran out of fish. Oh I mean, my. we were that busy lined up and everything else. Right. So like waking up and, yep. and really questioning what, what you're doing. Yeah. And then how, like in a short, a short time frame, you're all of a sudden you're, you're selling out overnight. Yeah. Well, kind of, yeah. yeah, yeah. It worked out. Um, I, th- I think it's more that, if you have the right idea and you you really believe in it, you know, don't give up. I've got a little thing on my desk, a little card that says, you know, never give up. Mm-hmm. Right? As long as your 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 thought process and your ideas are right, don't give up. There's just something there. Yeah. Right. And that something is either it's timing, it's just an experience, some but you know, something yep. just has to click and then it goes. Yep. Yeah. I've had that happen several times in my life on different ventures. Do you, um, I don't know how you, how you say it, but it's not like, it's not trusting, it's not like trusting the universe, but it's, is it trusting yourself that you're working towards a spot that you know that's going to be the right spot or like, it's not, it's an interesting way to look at it because you're like, <laughs> you're good product, you know, all the checks, right? Good service, good product, all these things, work ethic, it's all there. There's still a restaurant. You know the restaurant better than most. Yeah. The success rate I, is... I think I think just having faith, faith yeah. in yourself, faith in if you're religious, faith in, in God or whoever you believe, yep. just having that faith, yep. right? And, and really executing it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Again, like I said, we that Saturday morning could have been it. We could just lock the doors and yep. and be done, but but even after that, you know, the landlord came back. I forget early spring and said, "Hey, we never gave you any TI money. Would you like some TI money to to pay for the things that you did?" Like I never knew that was available in leases, right? <laughs> but that's the kind of help I got, mm. right? Like no landlord would do that ever. I mean, I'm a landlord and I don't think I'd ever do that. But <laughs> but they came after the fact yep. and gave me some money mm-hmm. for what I did. So it doesn't happen. I don't think so, but 
something something yep. happened yep. in my life, right? So, so what starts what starts happening? You know, once the the doors are open, you're kind of you know you're getting over this hump, getting the good reviews. Yeah, um, people start to figure it out you're selling out. Yep. What's going on? Yeah, we had lineups out the door. It was a great time. I get bored. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Sorry. And that's that's been my life. I, I so just you, get bored at I don't know why. Yep. But I do. So I so look the for the next great. thing. Yeah. Things running, running great, making money. Yeah. Got everything kind of figured yeah. out, food yeah. cost, blah, blah, blah. You, you know, I, I remember I, I was very frustrated though, because in my life, I in the restaurant business, you know, I went from babysitting employee and I it's bad. I'm so sorry, but looking after employees. Looking after managers, looking after franchisee, yep. it's just it's a different mindset. And yep. I was having frustration. I, I we were working full time there, seven days a week, and I wanted a day off finally. And you know that's the day we get complaints mm. from our customers. Mm. It's just frustrating. Mm -hmm. So again, what what started happening is we got busier and busier. And I, then I looked at another location. Yep. Now again, remember I'm young, I'm naive, and everything else. So. You know, mistakes were made, yep. but we did open another location uh, that was in Saskatoon. I had some bad advice. Uh, doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. I opened it, tried to get it going, and yep. I think we closed about a year later. But yep. during that time also, I, I got uh, location on McLeod. Uh, that was in 88. Remember the Olympics there? Mm -hmm. And then we opened then Crow Child, and then we opened McLeod again, another one on McLeod, and mm -hmm. then... One in the Northeast, and then Dave Mossy came at one of my locations and said, oh, I want to be involved. He was a property manager. Um, and uh, so he asked me. We partnered up and did three. I gave him, we said, okay, let's open three in Edmonton. So mm -hmm. we did. When you're growing it, obviously there's a there's a stumble in Saskatchewan. Yep. And then Calgary starts, you know, you're putting up locations. Yep. Are you doing it on... You know, where, where's the business savvy coming from? You know, where is it? Is it is it is it trusting yourself and and seeing that you could duplicate things? Or okay, number one, I've learned and it, it took me a while to trust others. Even you know, micromanaging people think I do it. Like some my employees might think I do it, <laughs> but I'm not. I just want to make sure they're they're getting and succeeding. If they can succeed, then leave them alone. Let them do their job because. Yeah. I would never be where I am today if it was just me. Yeah. Sorry, it would never yeah. be that way. Yeah. So again, just you know, we had six out of out of Calgary, out of the six stores, we had four great ones and two yeah. not well ones. Yeah. So I just had to learn. But again, I, I listen to other people. Mm. Right. Uh, I think I told you earlier that you know, my office door is always open. I, I've had so many people with business ideas come and talk. Of, of course, they want money, investment, but they come and say, okay, this is what we're doing, uh, which is great, Yeah. right? And so as you're putting out these locations, yep. it's it's feeling good, like it's keeping you energized, interested, because there's new experiences, new challenges. So, so that's what everyone asks me, what keeps you what keeps you motivated? And it's that shiny thing, the newest thing. I mm. just follow it. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's that simple. <laughs> uh, it's that simple. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is that simple. Mm -hmm. And uh, again, if you grow the company with great people, like yep. I have, man, you can do so much. And, and they're motivated. Uh, you know, I, right or wrong, I, my employees stick around. I mean, my longest term employee... Uh, head of accounting, she's been with me just about 30 years. Um, I've got, you know, my purchaser, my my buyer, my sales guys, they, they've been with me a long time. Mm -hmm. And See, they, they have not lost their motivation either. Mm -hmm. So it's quite fascinating. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so when do things start, what starts happening after you uh, so, do, do Edmonton, Calgary's at yeah, six. Yeah, so then I started trying to learn about franchising. So yeah. went to a conference. What we um, sorry, sorry, who who are yeah. the examples you were looking at that were doing like the franchise model properly? Oh, that I I couldn't tell you who. You just, I you mean, just, you I, just thinking franchise. Yeah, yeah, franchise. Okay, understanding that you know you can grow faster with other people's money to to do the asset purchasing, right? Yep. Um, our idea is to to save our franchisee. If they were to open one themselves, first of all, we give them all the steps, yep. and 
we save the money on yep. on on cost, food costs, yep. so on and so forth. So, mm-hmm. so what right? that's how we make our royalties. Yep. So you so, start. You go to conferences. You're trying to yeah, figure this out, and then yeah, and then. I was I was scared of the sales end of things, and that's where I asked Mr. Mossy, Dave, my partner, who's been with me since ninety one, ninety two. Still, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a great guy. We've done lots together. <laughs> okay, lots of stuff. I've I've got several partners in other businesses too. Mm-hmm. Um, I love I like partners as long as we can, it yep. works out. I've lost a few, but that's okay. Um, so Dave and I, I when I decided to franchise, I said, okay, here, here's a plan. Come and. You do the sales mm-hmm. and others, right? I was really thinking to bring Dave in to take over a lot of the stuff so I could take some time off. Mm. But that wasn't it, so that's okay. In fact, I moved my family out to Kelowna, and Teresa and three kids. No, I had two kids. We had one born in Kelowna, but we were only there for 15 months. Because work just kept me going. I, and again, Kelowna, I couldn't go places. I yeah. had to come back to Calgary and fly out from there. Yeah. And when I came to Kelowna, I had worked at this office for a while. So I was away. Like, mm-hmm. it was not a good time for mm-hmm. the family. Mm-hmm. So we lasted 15 months and moved back to Calgary. Came back. Yeah. So the sales piece, hiring him, he was out there to go to find new franchisees. Yeah, yeah. To yeah, at that time, we were building up word of mouth, mm-hmm. right? Word of mouth sells the best in, in, in any business, right? Mm-hmm. So we had we had that comment from our customers all the time. I mean, are you going to franchise? Can I buy one? Can I do that? And our growth at the beginning when we started franchising was was large. Quick. Right? Quick. In fact, it was so quick. We had a, a it's it's another funny story, but talking about being bored or, or sh- shiny little thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a, a seafood distributor. We had Bridge Brand, and then we had a seafood distributor, a local one. They did a wonderful, wonderful job for us, but they became uncompetitive. So this is what happens is I went, I thought they were my friends and that didn't work out that way. I went, my, of course, everyone's got their story, but mm-hmm. mine goes, uh, I went to them and said, look, we're going to have to do something. You're going to have to do something with prices. You're uncompetitive and I'm getting slack from franchisees, which, which that's the whole business, mm-hmm. right? And they looked at me and said, no. And I said, oh, okay. I probably was a few other words, but that's okay. Uh, went back to thinking and, and that's when I brought in my own purchaser to, to look for our own seafood supply. Mm-hmm. Realized that that was, we were doing really well and we started trading. We started trading fish and making money. So I said, that's a business. So um, over 12 years ago, brought in a, a great guy, Tom Grande, and he developed a business like you wouldn't believe. I mean, 12 years ago, our business was... 75% Joey's and 25% others. And yep. uh, today it's less than 5% Joey's like because no Tom has developed quite the business and and yeah. yeah. It's great. You saw it, right? <clears throat> you see an opportunity. And yeah, so like, I see opportunity, right? Yep. And throughout my life, some opportunities work, some don't, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, sorry, and the ones that, you know, sitting sitting at the back, uh, yeah, sitting yeah. from the outside, right? Yeah, yeah. We see the ones that work. Right, well, you know what I mean. We see the ones that well, Teresa. <laughs> Teresa always says, uh, "Oh, it's, isn't it so great?" Everyone says how successful I am. Mm-hmm. Like it was overnight success, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, there was no. no work behind the scenes. No, no, no failures. Yeah, yeah. No, no. So, so when that expen- uh, exponential growth growth is going on, yes. Um, does it feel obviously? There's a lot of shiny objects around. Yeah, it's, it's easy for you to chase things because there's a bunch of things going on. Did you have um, thoughts of like what this thing turns into, how big it gets, or how how far it goes across the country? So, of course, in my mind, I had I had my own goals, right? Yeah, my own business thoughts on how it's going to grow. Yep. you know, um, so that worked out good. Yep. I mean, I, we grew it to well over a hundred locations, which is a uh, big ass number, isn't it? It is. But looking back, I think we did our dis. We we slowed. I'm one for getting stuff done right away, and I think sometimes we slow ourselves down. Mm. We think too much. Mm. Uh, once you have something good, yep. you can duplicate it pretty fast. Mm. 
right? And and sorry, and with my, so I, I told you off camera, like I got a restaurant, I worked in the restaurant yeah, 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 for a yeah. long time. And what's interesting is you scale something. Yep. And if it's all like from scratch, all these things. Yeah, yeah. And you take that to 100. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a lot of work, a lot of training, a lot of checks, a lot of balance. Like it is, but you try to find the best people yep. to help you. That's it, right? Yeah, and don't think you can do it all yourself because there's no way. Yeah. When you <clears throat> do, you, do you allow yourself to reflect back on on all these years and the things that have been that you know? You oh, go from, you go one to a hundred. Do you think about it very often? Of course, I do. You do, of course. And I look, and I think I look at. The mistakes that were had, not, not mm. so much of all the all the successes. It's it's what can you tweak to make it better. Yeah, you know. Um, so that's what I do, mm -hmm. right? I mean, I had some s silly things in my life, and again, maybe things were going too well. Yeah, but you know, I did my uh, sapphire mining in Madagascar. Mm. I did water drilling in, in Tanzania. Mm. I mean, stupid, stupid stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, but that's okay. Yeah. But uh, over the last 10 years, things have really focused for me. Mm -hmm. I've taken all that stuff away and said, no, what, what are the th key items that I have to do to yeah. grow the business even more? Yeah. Now, again, I told you at the beginning, maybe it was money, right? Yeah. Um, but now it's it's not it's the adventure it's the it's it's just seeing what the possibilities are mm -hmm. you know what um where does streets come into this equation <laughs> and so and so well i think michael told you but i'll <laughs> no, tell no, you again no, no, if you want i heard his fucking uh, bullshit so yeah yeah no. but so he tells it pretty good so joey's is a brand he's <clears throat> doing his thing yeah so we of course it was doing it but uh Costs were going up. Construction costs were going through the roof. And again, I want success for people. I think that's that's my my life is I want to see success. You know, if an employee wants to leave and go on, that's okay. Great. As, a, as long as you're successful, go for it. Yeah. So on 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 with Joey's too. I was finding that the costs were too high and no way could a franchisee be successful. So we kind of put a hiatus on selling. Like mm. we really looked for a deal yep. before we would do it. Whereas other companies grew no matter what. No, yep. we, we took a hiatus. So we looked at our business and, and at that time we said, okay, our population is aging and Joey's customers are older, right? Loving fish and chips yep. and great. I can't thank the customers that we have and and the loyal loyal like loyal um because again we've had franchisees take over stores and they ruin the stores mm. we do our best to keep them yeah we get them to sell guess what the sales go right back up yep. so that means our customers really like our product it mm -hmm. just has to be executed right mm -hmm. so but to get back to joey's our, our audience was aging and how did we were able how could we bring bring younger people in. So we, we determined that maybe a quick service, counter service, yep. uh, fish and chip place. Um, again, as I say, a lot of people, it's it's like the the explorers, some of the explorers would come over, they get their guys on the shore and they say, okay, we're here to stay. And they burn the ship, right? Mm -hmm. Well, I didn't burn the ship at that time. And so I, I call, we called it Joey's Urban. You know, fish and chips. A bit people didn't know. They kind of knew it was Joey's mm -hmm. because I could always fall. I always thought, oh, I'd fall back on Joey's, mm -hmm. I, the success. So that didn't work. So it, it brought sales up, but we were we couldn't get above a certain point. Mm -hmm. And we determined, yeah, it was the name. Hmm. Name and somewhat of the concept. So yep. that's where Streets came in. So we rebranded it to Streets and... I won't say overnight success, but it came pretty fast. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it, our our age of what you know, our age at Joey's average, I'll say forty five and up. Yep. Urban, maybe we came down a little bit. Yep. But with streets, we were eighteen to to thirty. Yeah. Like it Youngsters. was, it's unbelievable. When you um when you think about these things, like when your business is in that kind of spot, yep. and you're seeing things that you know after you have to change. Yep. Is it, 
is it leveraging your team to to get insights and listen and then you know coming up with new ideas or how does it all because it's a you, you, oh sorry no no it's like a it's it seems like a pivotal a pivotal pivotal moment yep you know you got to figure something out and, and go so but you might have that idea or i might have that idea this is the best thing since sliced bread but if you can't sell it to your people it's just not going to work and i've proven that many times and that's what we try to do with our franchisees too we don't push and maybe that's a fault maybe that's my my big fault in life that i we don't just say we're the we're the king you just do what we tell you. Yeah. No, we don't like doing that. I don't like doing that with employees either. I try to get their idea. Of course, it comes down to me or us, you know, the head of the companies to determine this mm-hmm. stuff. But, uh, yeah, we try to sell ourselves, right? Yeah. On on ideas, yeah. new ideas. Right? So the streets play. Yeah. Uh, streets is like a... How do you, how do you, how do you, how do you, taco shop? Or how do you like street food? Ah, uh, see, I don't want to call it taco shop, but it's, 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 it's whatever's hot in street. Yes, we've got some favorites. Mm-hmm. I mean, our, our fish tacos, one of the top seller, yeah. mango shrimp, mm-hmm. uh, our burritos are going great. Our mm-hmm. bowls are going great. Mm-hmm. But again, with the team, and it's not me, they did a smash burger. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Killing. Like killing. Mm-hmm killing it so mm-hmm. how can we how can we bring that into the system yeah so yeah i mean we, we've had our uh, we've had our discussions with landlords that you're a taco or a burrito place so mm-hmm. we might not get that space because our competition yeah. is right, similar right, right. so we have to differ diff, make ourselves different yeah. than others yeah so this might get a little awkward but okay um the working with your son yeah. What does that even, you know, what does that even feel like? What does that, did, did you, you know, you've, you have, you have, um, five kids. Yep. Five kids. You, you're growing this business, you know, it's become a thing. Yeah. Do you, are you looking at your kids and be like, huh, I wonder if one of these fine children would ever, you know, come work with dad and potentially yeah. look at the business. So I, I don't know if your other four. I just know, obviously, the guy yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. No, I have two daughters, and yeah. they're mothers, and one's a teacher, and they've they've got five grandkids for me, and mm-hmm. Michael's got one, and mm-hmm. I'm expecting my sixth, seventh, and eighth. Sorry, seventh, eighth grand crazy child. So it's exciting. So you know, I, I've watched other families who, you know, not force, but really bring their kids into this you know, at a young age to work. I never did that. I, I want them to make up their own minds, right? And, and of course, Michael, of course, had the football career. Um, unbelievable. Um, and he, I knew he had a mindset for business, though. So uh, how can I work with him? I don't really, because I let others do it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I don't want to interfere. I, I didn't hire him. My people hired him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably had to, but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. The I just, last name. you know, but I've got some other great people that run. I'm not, yeah. I'm not letting Mike take over that yeah, yeah. stuff. Yeah. You know, he's he's learning the stages, and whether he wants to do this or do something else, yeah. just like my other kids, I'll support him. Mm. So if he didn't want to do this, okay, what do you want to do? Let's yeah. let's go on. Yeah. So. But it hasn't been hard. I mean, I think our frank discussions sometimes. He he's he's his mindset is going like he's he's the idea man. He, so, he's a promoter and which I love. Yeah, you know, I wish I had that skill when I was young. It would have made it easier, mm-hmm. right? But uh, I'm just letting him go. So he was in operations. He still is kind of on operations. Mm-hmm. He's taking kind of a head head lead in uh, in marketing. Yeah. Who knows what's next mm-hmm. for him? So it hasn't been hard. Do you, um, you know, his personality? Yep. I would, he's not an introvert. No. <laughs> so his skill set yep. and, and, you know, your, the way you like to operate, yep. it's an interesting, an it interesting is. mix. If I'm to say anything and because he's going to hear this. Yeah, that's, you know. that, that's where I'm going with this, yeah. <laughs> I'm afraid he's going to find a better idea and take mm. off with it, mm. which is okay. I've, like I said, I've got lots of people 
in the in the wings yeah. and they're they're doing a fabulous job yeah so let them keep on running with the company i mean i've i've looked at lots of entrepreneurs and they've bought and sold bought and sold bought and sold i've i've never really done that right or wrong that's what i've i've never done i mean i had chances to sell the franchise yeah i've i've had chances to sell tj's which is another company you know, land and mm-hmm. buildings and that. Mm-hmm. We just haven't done that. Why and is that? It's an issue like, you know. Well, again, it's, you know, I, I make fun of, I don't make fun. I look at, you know, different cultures, how they they live their lives f- to make their kids' life better. Right. I think we've done that, but money-wise, it, do, it doesn't matter, right? So there's there's no real... There's no real pressure on me to make their lives better. Right. I'm sure it's going to be successful for them, yep. but they're doing all right, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So the, you, you, the, the buy and hold and develop and yep, build, yep, it's, just yep. like, it's just... Yeah, but smarter <clears throat> or wrong, right? What, what is it? I mean, could have made our money and then moved on to the next thing. Yeah. But all I've done is moved on to the next thing. Yeah. And just continue to go forward. Right. Um, which is an interesting segue. As a, a successful business owner, yeah, multiple businesses. That like, how does it all happen? Is it is it is it vision? Is it um, good people? Is it innovation? Like, what's the what's the <laughs> what's the drive that keeps this thing going? Well, what drives me? I told you, is the newest shiniest thing. And lit- so, but but again, I learned from people. Right? Mm-hmm. It's not just being. If you, if you stay within your own thing, like if I was just had the one restaurant, mm-hmm. I'm sure I'd be very successful in my own way. Yep. But would that fulfill my life? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Right. So it, it's for me, it's just uh, I have to learn from others. Mm-hmm. And that's what I've done. Yep. Right. And then then my motivation is to make others successful. Yeah. Right? Do you find this is going to be random? Do you find being an introvert that you, that you listen? Do you listen more? Do you? Listen? I don't talk that much. Mm-hmm. Like this is the most talking I do. Mm-hmm. My wife comments on it all the time. She's the talker, which yeah. I love. Yeah. Right. I'm just not. Mm-hmm. So she wants a reaction from me. She doesn't get it. Mm-hmm. She tell me stuff, and I said, "Was that a question or what?" <laughs> so. You know, um, and I just love being around people that that keep the conversation going. Yep. Yeah, I'll share. Yeah, but yeah, I I listen a lot, and then you just pick up on little things. You know, like, I oh, think so. There's... I think so. The whole thing in my life, I think, is thinking outside the box. I know that's cliche, but that's what I do. I mean. And nothing against. I've I've got great lawyers and accountants and that, but their schooling teaches them one thing, and they just you just have to ask the right question, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Can we do it this way? Can you do it? Can you see what happens here? And guess what? The answer does come out. So, and that's what we do uh, around our company, mm-hmm. right? How can we work with that broker? How can we uh, use this product, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Do you, do you look at the future? Do you look at like a five, 10 year, do you have a plan for five, 10 years or is it kind of? Yeah, now I do. Now I do. That, is that a change? That's a change. Recent change or like what, what's the driver behind that? Yeah, it's the last couple of years. Yeah. Just like. I don't know because I don't think I'm, I'm, I'm going to be around forever. Yep. Uh, am I ever going to retire? No. It'll always be something. Um. But I have, I've got, I, I've got the pressure, or I feel the pressure, of making sure the the people around me are 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 not well looked after. That's the wrong word. Just able to 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 continue without me. So how mm. can I make that happen? So the, that's kind of that's what I've done. So there's there's the two companies and, and we've just restructured franchising a bit. Uh, so 
we're going to start looking for new ventures in franchising. Mm-hmm. We've got the two brands now. I know we've changed Joey's. It used to be Joey's only and then Joey's Seafood and now it's Joey's Fish Shack. Mm-hmm. So we just change it because, again, we're how old? 30-some years? Yeah. Anyhow. <laughs> Which is crazy to say out loud. <laughs> yeah. And streets were continuing, but there's other opportunities out there with great brands that might not have the opportunity to franchise, but we think we can help them. Mm. So give me about six months and we'll start growing that uh, with 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 uh, a company I call TJ's. It used to be TNJ, yeah. but now it's TJ because it's T-E-J-A, um, <laughs> but that's okay. Um, that company, what I'm doing is buying new companies, mm. uh, amalgamating them, growing growing something. So in five, I've got a five-year plan. Mm. At that time, I'll determine what to do with it, mm. right? We'll determine whether we sell, go public, or continue, yep. right? But... And that change to have to actually have that plan, it feels. I think so. Feels like a, it gives you something, something to work towards, or like a push, or. I think it's a push. Yeah, it's a push and a focus. Mm. Again, I I think I told you I'm not focused person. Shiny. Uh, yeah, get me going on ideas, and everything's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah, um, this has been really cool. Well, thank you. I think. Um, yeah, I think just growing up with your brand for all these years and actually sit down with the guy that started it. Oh, is, well, thank you. It's a really it's a really cool experience. Thank you. And like we talked about off camera, there's so many interesting characters in Calgary. There is. That have been wildly successful. Yep. That do great things. So uh, I really enjoyed this one. Good. I answer, I end the show with one question. Yep. When I say Calgary, yeah. where's your head go? Opportunity. It's always been opportunity, right? I mean, I started my business, and just like Bernard Calabost said, he started in a, a recession, and a, you know, I think, I think interest rates were eighteen percent, and all that crap, right? Mm-hmm. So, but opportunity, and and that's what you have to do is always look for it. But this this city is is what a million six now, it's growing. Um, you know, they're talking about recession. They're talking about that's with my friends in business. We don't see that. Mm. And do, are we going to see it? I don't think so. With with proper government, if we can keep them on focus of of making sure that we change as, yep. as the world changes, but yep. we've got resources here and we've got business heads that are doing wonderful things. Mm-hmm. So I think opportunity. Yeah, Calgary has always been that for me, and I love it. So it's, uh, it is it. It, it. it seems like you can come up with ideas. And sure. you can just go with it. Yeah. And Calgary's s- such a hub, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, thanks for taking the time. Thank you. This is, uh, I, don't, I don't even know if I'll get the chance to have another father-son connection on the Calgary <laughs> sessions, but I'm going to throw it out there. Maybe somebody's got another sure. awesome father-son connection, but this is, uh, this is really cool. So thank you once again. Well, thank you for the time.